Hello friends, we are happy to see you at Live Conversations on Alatra TV India. Uh, this is the Kuwaiti Society Project, a global project of Alatra International Public Movement. And we continued meeting interesting people to get know how they get to know uh, envision the society where, in, where everyone on the earth lives safely, mm, com comfortably and prosperous, prosperously. So together as a whole humanity, we can see our common goal. You may find more project info on alatraunits.com. My name is Rishi and my co-host is Carolina. Hello, Carolina. Uh, Rishi. Uh, Hello, Rishi. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I'm very happy to introduce our today's guest, Sophia Bench, a law student, young and very talented lady, budding entrepreneur, an author, blogger, a true blue feminist, animal rights activist, a certified cognitive behavioral therapy practitioner. Well, Sophia, you're an enormously active person. As you've said, you want to do something for the betterment of the world. So please, could you share with us what fields of activities are you currently involved in? What is your primary focus nowadays? Definitely. Uh, the primary focus right now is definitely the COVID relief part. So uh, as you've already stated, I'm a budding entrepreneur. I have my own company named Elitia Symposium. We are very much actively involved in different uh, stratas and different fields. So right now we have four dimensions that we're looking forward to. One is a plasma donation drive that we're organizing. Second is fundraising for the people who need uh, money desperately and are on the front line. Uh, third part is definitely the medical assistance, uh, be it the oxygen supply or any sort of medicine supply. And fourth is definitely one of my favorites, that is the mental health services. So we are planning an entire panel discussion with uh, panelists from all across the world who will be coming and attending the panel discussion and will be discussing as to how the COVID pandemic has affected the mental health of billions of people in this world. So yes, I'm really looking forward to it. Wonderful, thank you. That's great. Uh, Sophia, uh, how do you envision creative society? So I've already spoken about this to Carolina Ma'am as well. Creative society project for me, as she has always stated, is something that is from the people for the people. It is free from the system. It's free from corruption. It's only and only the people who actually believe in creating an actual change on ground. So I have seen a lot of people um, right now, especially uh, in my country, in India itself, coming forward and especially from the ages of 13 to uh, 22 years old are actually working hard for making a change, be it with the COVID relief pandemic, be it with mental health services, be it with anti-sexual harassment services. I think that is a great thing to do and the creative society project is all about that it's actually making a change and it's actually bringing the people like-minded people together uh, sharing your opinions sharing your points and then you know discussing as to how to make this world a better place to live in so that is how i envision the creative society project wow yeah wonderful uh, as of today, people from all over the world actually are shaping the model of creative society and um, it absolutely sticks to your words. 
And um, what do you think that uh, how the spheres of this society will work? Like the spheres like education, healthcare, justice, because you, you are a law student, maybe you also have something to, uh, to say to that. Definitely. So uh, depending on the fields that I'm very closely related to, uh, education, healthcare and the judiciary system, I primarily believe that as you've stated, especially in regards to uh, education and healthcare, there is a particular part where we need to revise the system. There are a lot of concepts, especially in regards to mental health, that are not covered in the curriculum, especially when it comes to educating the youth. These are the certain aspects which need to be covered up primarily because it is so, so important to give more, to give an acknowledgement. So I always believe 50% of your healing for a mental disorder comes from acknowledging the fact that you are actually going through something which might be uh, traumatizing to you. So I was also uh, one of the mental health consultants that I actually uh, admire and uh, adore is Steve Lawyer. And he's based in the United Kingdom. And he stated in one of his posts that just because you can't see it doesn't mean it does not exist. That is something that needs to be uh, embedded in everyone's, um, you know, mentality that just because you cannot see it does not mean that this person isn't suffering through something that is absolutely, absolutely traumatic for them. So that is one part of it. And I guess the stigma that revolves around mental health, that revolves around actually consulting a psychiatrist or going to a therapist, talking out your issues, I think that needs to be basically normalized. The stigma needs to be removed. And we need to stop normalizing having such anxiety attacks or panic attacks because even people don't really know the difference between the two yet. And it surprises me because sometimes people just confuse the two, stating that a panic attack is an anxiety attack or an anxiety attack is a panic attack. But when you read into it, then you get to know that these are very two different things. And I guess when you move forward, so when you come out of the school and you, when you step into the real world, the life skills that you are taught in school are the ones that you carry outside. And that is the one thing that the education system needs to take into consideration and needs to make a change about. Now, coming to the healthcare sector, now the healthcare sector is doing uh, is doing an abundantly great job in actually helping uh, people and helping them with, you know, be it prescriptions, be it um, um, the therapy sessions. I myself have, have an incredible sec- uh, psychiatrist and a therapist who I had consulted last year and still sometimes do when I go through a rough patch in life. And they have been an incredible, um, you know, um, backbone or a shoulder to settle on. However, there is also a section of corruption which comes into the picture. Now, when we're talking about the medical sector, there is, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't give any percentage primarily because I do not want to just throw around numbers like that. However, there is definitely the question of corruption, primarily because I have friends who have, um, you know, uh, been to a lot of therapists or, or psychiatrists who haven't been that helpful primarily because the society is so, um, there's such a big stigma around the same topic and that needs to be removed ASAP. I think that's something that we need to look upon. And now coming to the judiciary part, I mean, that's something that needs to be amended constantly. So even when I was reading an article about, about um, India's judiciary system, now, the one thing that came across which struck me was the judiciary system needs to change with changing times. 
we need to adapt the laws need to be amended primarily in regards to be it uh, anti sexual harassment laws or be it rape laws that which i am actually looking into and uh, helping people out with so those need to be amended with time and and such laws need to actually take these laws need to be taught to people people unless and until they are aware of their rights they will not be able to practice them so when it comes to the judiciary you need to number one be aware of your rights which i guess as a law student i might be aware and uh, as an international student someone else might be aware but not every person in this world is aware of their rights and that is the one thing that which need to which needs to be changed for sure that's great and your vision is really very perfect and what you are doing is really great for societies now uh, now let's watch the video about eight foundations of creative society this video is from the global international online conference mm. uh, what the prophet dreamed of uh, dreamed of and i would like to ask about technical support uh, to show this video about eight foundations and how they were formed The biggest social polling in our entire history of civilization has been conducted during the last 10 years by people around the world. 180 countries, millions of people of different social statuses, denominations, nationalities talk about the society in which they want to live in, and this is a creative society based on the answers of the people from around the world eight foundations of creative society were established a society where all people can live in happiness peace and prosperity this is that very society that our prophets bequeathed to us all prophets talked about the value of life freedom honesty common human values equality before god mutual respect and unification of people about love for each other they talked about the common truth and about the world which we can create the prophet said there will be a time when we are able to build a creative society we are honored to live in the time which the prophets talked about when everyone is chosen that's great have you seen all these videos and the demo uh, according to you what is the benefits for all eight foundation of societies i think um the one thing that i take away from this video definitely is the last line everyone is chosen when there is a creative society there isn't uh there isn't discrimination between anyone it's people living with people for the people and everyone over here feels safe everyone feels everyone has a freedom of not only expressing themselves everyone has a freedom of developing their own personality and um inculcating values that are special to them so in this in this project that alatra is trying to uh, create which is phenomenal 
is basically trying to teach everyone that you do not need to be someone else to be selected you can be yourself and still be chosen and i think that is the best part of this initiative and that is the uh, culmination of all the eight foundations and one more things i want to ask you what benefit you see yourselves when all these foundations are implemented definitely so the benefit that i see for myself when all these foundations are are um uh, embedded and created is basically the one thing that i have been striving for all my life and that is kindness so this was basically even the tagline for um, this interview is kindness is a way of life so once i was having a conversation of every time i have a conversation about mental health with anyone there is this always is one question that i ask what do you think is the universal language in this world someone would say it's uh, english someone would say it's mandarin someone would say it's spanish and i would say no it's kindness kindness is the universal language because it's it's common between all living beings it's not only for the people it's also for the animals so an animal will understand when you're being kind to them a stray animal because i work with street with street animals as well i have an ngo working for street animals as well now they might not understand my local language and they might not understand when i ask them to sit or come to me but when i'm kind to them when i express kindness to them that is when they reciprocate the same kindness and i believe that the one achievement or the one goal that i can see myself you know uh, for the world is basically the kind of world to live in where we are all living in unity and there is no disparity at all so that is definitely that i can see from the creative society project yeah these words actually deeply deeply resonate in the heart also the words uh, everyone is chosen and kindness is a universal language so yeah very 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 nicely expressed and what do you think how important is it to create such conditions so that everyone can develop the best qualities of uh, him uh, of him or her uh, to develop uh, the talents uh, so what everyone of us can do uh, for that that uh, our talents uh, develop definitely so coming to the importance of it i believe it's high time and it's of paramount importance that we take up this project very seriously it has come at a time in tobil right now when we are uh, broken and we are divided into different sectors and we divided there are basically walls between us given the conditions of the pandemic and how it has affected not only the international relations but also personal relations Uh, i have seen a lot of personal relations uh, getting um, scrambled basically due to the pandemic and how it has affected us now the creative society project comes at a right time because it gives us a ray of hope while there is so much negativity around and in the world this one project comes as the ray of hope which can help all of us believe that the world is still there and the kind of kind of place is still possible and what we can do basically for making sure that uh, the creative society project is is definitely a success is at least not all eight foundations 
at least concentrating on one foundation each would definitely do wonders so if if someone takes on the role of making sure that the ideologies are presented in a coherent manner to someone else they are doing their role towards a creative society project if i make sure that justice and equality is definitely presented and is definitely mandated across the towns or the cities that i live in i'm making sure that the creative society project is implemented in my city so i guess the are it's a very small initiative that we can take on our behalf but cumulatively it makes a big a, a very larger change that's wonderful and uh, when we talk about creative society we just talk about human beings and uh, human beings and uh, what is uh, for you the real human in your life okay for me the real human in life as i've always stated is basically someone who breathes kindness someone who lives who lives to be kind and and nobody nobody's perfect i understand that i i everyone is battling with their own uh, evils everyone is battling with their own devil i'm not perfect i have made a lot of mistakes in my life and from those mistakes i have learned that to be a better human being there is no perfect version of a human being you can't be the perfect human but what you can be is a better human each and every day giving your half or giving your um contribution to the society is your way of actually making sure that you are not only becoming a better human being but you are also helping other humans try to try to comprehend what you are trying to explain now when it comes to something as abstract as kindness now kindness cannot be taught to someone you cannot go and teach kindness what you can do is pass on the kindness once you show how kind you are to someone they will reciprocate it and once they do it that is when they are also becoming a better human being day by day and they will understand the essence of the creative society project definitely definitely yeah showing the example that's the best way how to change the world and to start within myself uh we would like to show right now a very interesting cartoon from the global online conference that was on the 20th of december it is a cartoon and the conference was named was called creative society united we can so i ask our technical support if we can watch it Elephants are habituated to a rope since childhood. First, they are tied to a tree and an elephant calf trying to escape understands that the rope is many times stronger than him. Then already being a grown-up elephant, he no longer even makes attempts to become free because he understands that the rope which is stronger than him will win anyway. And when already a human who, well, the strength of a human and an elephant is incomparable, but an elephant still submits to a human. and follows him with his head down is the same in human society the whole point imagine an ordinary human skinny and little is leading an elephant on a rope why because the elephant believes that the rope is holding him friends we have the same thing nothing is holding us except our imaginary rope and i would simply like to say friends let us stop being stupid elephants and let's become humans well <laughs> maybe uh sofia do you have any comments on this cartoon definitely i believe that this is a brilliant analogy 
of what we are facing in the society today there are imaginary chains around us that cause us to think in a manner which we are not supposed to um let's talk about something as simple as uh, like mental health is something that i specialize in so let's just talk about the stigma now from the childhood you are believed to be uh thinking in a proper manner you are expected to never be depressed you are expected to take your losses and failures with a uh with your shoulder and your head held high and you're expected to be perfect and poised in everything that you do now that is not how the world works now these are the invisible chains that are basically tying us up and making us the stupid elephant in the video now the another thing is that these chains can only be broken when someone else shows us now if the elephant uh, saw it from someone else and uh, learned to break the rope and um, take the challenge to do it himself can then only the elephant be freed now there's a that's a simple thing when someone talks about the stigma about mental health and decides to change and bring a change about it then only can they actually think about as to how to go about the situation and i think that that's very prominent when it comes to uh, gender role and um, equality as well so definitely so your point of view is really very fine and uh, so according to you in your opinion every person can start to do in order to, uh, i mean what every person can do start to uh, build such a societies i mean let me repeat again okay in your opinion what every person can start with in order to build such a great society definitely so what each and every person can do to build uh, a proper or a creative society is to start with their homes now i always believe that any change that you want to bring to this world any discussion that you want to have at an international platform should actually begin with your home so once you start discussing about these matters at your home and start uh, trying to understand what the conflict of interest is now there is also this another article that i was reading and uh, basically it was a article relating to a legal case and as to why there are two why there are always two opposites in a legal case now um the reason why there are always two opposites or two conflicting parties or two conflicting interests in a legal case is because everyone thinks that they are right when they are fighting if they were not thinking that they are right they would never be fighting they would automatically take the take the fault on themselves so when we are discussing about this i think we need to start the discussions at home now if i have a conflicting interest with my parents or with my siblings i need to understand as to where they are coming from as well the moment i understand where they are coming from and try to incorporate the the deliverables that they need from me in my in my passion or in my capabilities or what i want to deliver that is only when i can make a society where i want to make sure that all people that everyone is chosen and that nobody feels um, discriminated so i think it starts the discussion starts with your home thank you thank you sophia for your very very inspiring words and as we are testing the theory of six handshakes is there someone whom you would like to invite for another interview 
to also inspire and transmit the idea of creative society further. Definitely. There are, if I could pass on all the six handshakes to someone, I have basically, there are so many people in my life who have uh, contributed to me becoming what I am today. I would not be present over here without them and without their help. Now there are multiple people and I would just take their names right now if that's possible in the broadcast. There is definitely uh, some of my close friends, some of my family members. Uh, my sister, Sovna Dash, is doing a great and phenomenal job in actually teaching young entrepreneurs that you can be the change you want to see. And she has changed her field of interest and she has let go of the stigma of the society that you need to be, you know, there's always a stigma of the society that a proper woman is built this way. She broke the shackles and she said, no, a proper woman is a woman who is built in her own way. And I would definitely like to nominate her for an interview as well. There are other individuals who have done a great, phenomenal job. There is definitely part, but who is doing a great job in actually um, uh, advocating sustainable development goals at an international level. There is Ahan Gadkari and Sheila Garwal who are basically doing their utmost in actually teaching negotiation skills to underprivileged kids and telling them how they can, you know, take how they can lead a conference and how they can lead and have their own voice. So definitely these people are my backbone. These people have taught me and these people are the reason why I am who I am today. That's really very, very inspiring that you have so many, many people around you, so many, so socially active and involved in changing the world for the better. So thank you very much for this very enriching conversation and for being with us today. Maybe there's something you would like to say as final words for our viewers. Definitely. For everyone viewing this video, just take it from this video and trust me when I say you can build the change. I know it seems absurd. I know it seems like it's impossible for everyone to be chosen. How can everyone be chosen in a society, in such a dynamic society? But when you are actually embedding and actually imbibing the eight fundamentals of fundamental principles of the Creative Society Project, when you actually imbibe them and, and impart them as well, that is when you're actually making a change. And please, please be kind, breathe kindness and live kindness. That is what I, I would like to say. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Sophia. And thank you, Carolina. for And thank you, uh, both of you, for being uh, so kind of you for the societies. And um, it's a great interview. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for, watch for watching us today. And uh, at the end, we'd like to watch a very, uh, and maybe more listen to very inspiring words and music. Let's save the world and be kind. <laughs>
many hearts fall down With no place to run We can't turn away Like it's okay now There's too much to be done It's time to reach out to the broken We need to let them know They're not alone Let's be the difference That they can see All it takes is just one thing So that we can help change someone's life. We can make a difference. We can pick up those who have fallen down. But first we must be willing to give. We must be willing to sacrifice. Because after all, love is sacrifice. So give to those who really need our help. Let's come together now and make this a better place. Good deeds can save the world. Let's save the world. Let's be the hands that hold them and the hope that he. 